In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all those who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Uh, Well, good evening to all of you. It's so good to see you all. My name's Jago. I am the vicar here. And I don't know what you think about Chris Dingle's services, but I think they are full of so much in such a short space of time. I mean, first of all, there is so much fun, uh, you know, the, the joy and the fun and the, uh, the excitement of singing 12 Days of Christmas. And then we've got Tim in his giant orange. I don't know what you think, but I think he looks a little bit like sort of um, Donald Trump with a chef's hat on or something like that. I don't know what you think. But um, there's so much fun in a Chris Dingle service, but there's also so much sweetness. Uh, in about 10 minutes' time, we're going to have all the children uh, in a giant circle around here, uh, carefully, in a fire-safe fashion, with candles lit, uh, singing away in a manger. It will look so angelic. But you know, in amongst the fun and the sweetness, there is also darkness in a Chris Dingle service. So before the candles get lit, we'll turn off all the lights to be in darkness. And darkness might seem a strange thing for a time when we are celebrating But the reality is, it is dark in the Bible when Christmas comes. Jesus, he was born, wasn't he, at night, in a stable around the back of a pub with no electric light, no electric heating, no nice scented candle from Fortnum and Mason to illuminate things. It is dark in the Bible when Christmas comes. And all of us here, whatever age we are, we will all know the joy that light brings when all is dark, whether it is the comforting nightlight in your bedroom at home, or the difference between the light side and the dark side in Star Wars, uh, whether it is finding a torch when there's an electricity power cut in the house, or whether it's the sight of thousands of people swaying with their mobile phones and their light of their mobile phone on in a concert. I used to get so much joy from the lights on my Christmas jumper. I really loved them until one of my children, who will remain nameless, uh, used my Christmas jumper and ran out the battery. So there's no more light, but there we go. But there is such joy, such joy in light when all is dark. I remember when I was age 12 and going on a uh, school caving expedition. Now, I am quite old, I know, but I um, do not still know why we had on our caving hats not battery-powered torches, but those sort of, some funny chemical um, compound that you had to light. I think it was called a carbide lamp or something. Just to be clarified, none of those are me up there, just to be clear. None of them are me. Um, But there we were. We were about eight boys and an outward-bound instructor and going in our boiler suits down into this caving system through slithery tunnels and down caves and caves and caves. And we got to the bottom of this cave system 
and we were right at the bottom in this cave, and two of the eight boys decided to have a massive argument with each other. And they were just shouting at each other, shouting away. And suddenly the Outward Bound instructor got so furious that he said, right, that's it, I'm turning off all your lights. And he went around to every single one of us, and he turned off all our lights, every single one of us. Now there we were. We were in pitch darkness. That shut up the two boys arguing pretty quick. Total silence, total darkness. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face, complete darkness. And in the midst of this darkness, after the instructor has just let it be totally silent for a while, suddenly you could hear him in the darkness get out the matchbox from his pocket. You could hear him in the darkness slide open the matchbox. And then you could hear him in the darkness drop the matchbox and it land on the wet, muddy, cavey floor. And then you could hear him scrabbling around with a few expletives, we won't go into that, um, and, and trying to find the matchbox. And eventually he found the matchbox, and you could hear in the complete darkness as he tried to light a wet, muddy match with a wet, muddy matchbox. Nothing. Nothing. And this went on again and again and again until it must have been the 12th or the 13th match when finally he struck it and there was light. Such joy when all is dark. And you know, in the Bible, as we come to Christmas, there is a recognition of this darkness being more than just physical darkness. The famous Bible passage from John chapter 1 that Rosie just read for us, it has this line and it says, the light shines in the darkness. And it's speaking there not just of physical darkness, but also of emotional and spiritual darkness too. And if we're honest, every single one of us here, if we're honest, as we look back at this last year, we would have experienced something of that. It's what the, we're told the Queen is going to be saying tomorrow in her Queen's speech on Christmas Day, that this year has been, she'll say, a bit of a bumpy path. And yet in the midst of that, here is the wonder of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas is that no matter how dark your life feels, no matter how dark our country or our world might feel, real Christmas, it shines in the darkest of places. Real Christmas, it brings more joy than a lit match did to eight 12-year-old boys in boiler suits. And Christmas brings such joy because of the birth of a baby. One of the other lines in that reading that Rosie read said this. It said, the true light, Jesus that gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. And you know, whatever or however darkness exists in your life or my life, this Christmas, each one of us, we can know Jesus Christ shining his light into the darkness of our lives. And very simply, it is all because of the giving and receiving of a gift. I wonder, whoever you are, whatever age you are, just have a think. What is the gift? What is the present that you are most wanting to receive tomorrow on Christmas Day? What is the thing you most want to open under the Christmas tree? Just have a think. The Royal Mail, the post office, a couple of weeks ago, they, they, they um, produced the results of a survey they'd done of all the letters that they had received of children writing to Father Christmas saying what they wanted for Christmas this year. Uh, and I'm going to do a little Christmas quiz for us. I'm going to give you four options. Which of these four do you think came top 
of what children this year wrote to Father Christmas saying they wanted as a gift. So are you ready? Choice number one, was it, number one, Lego? Number two, bike? Number three, a games console? Or number four, an LOL doll? Okay? Which one of those did most children write to Father Christmas this year asking for a gift? My six-year-old daughter, she certainly wanted an LOL doll, but which do you think is right? Just talk with your neighbour, come up with your answer, and we're going to vote on it in just a moment. Are you ready? Five seconds to come up with your answer. Which is it? Okay, silence. Let's have a vote. Are you ready? We're going to be hands raising for this one. So, shh. Who thinks it was Lego? Put your hand up if you think it was Lego. Okay, I'm just looking at the top just to get a judge of it. Okay, great, thank you. Uh, Who thinks it was a bike? Okay, we've got more for Lego than bike. Who thinks it was a games console? Okay, about as many as the Lego. And who thinks it was an LOL doll? Oh, there's a good, not many of you. So it's between, and exactly the same as between, at the three o'clock service, it's between the bike and the games, uh, sorry, the Lego and the games console is the ones you think is the most um, asked for gift this Christmas. So before we reveal the answer, uh, let's have a bit of a drum roll, shall we? Drum roll, please. Thank you very much. Are you ready? The top answer, the most wanted present was the games console. Which I was a bit disappointed with. It's rather sad, isn't it? But there we go. That was the most, um, the most wanted present this Christmas. But actually, you know what? You know what? What we discover is that knowing light rather than darkness, it's not about receiving any of these gifts, however wonderful each of those four gifts are. But it is about receiving a very different gift. It's about receiving a gift that the gift of this crystal orange that all of you who are of younger years are going to receive today, a gift that this crystal orange points forward to. Just have a look, would you, at uh, one last verse of what Rosie read. And just in it, just spot what it says about this giving and receiving. What does it say about giving and receiving? It's going to come up on the screen. This is what it says. It says, to all who did receive Jesus... To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And you'll see, just as you look at that verse there, it says we receive Jesus. He is the perfect gift this Christmas. And then it says that he also, Jesus, gives us the right. that We are able to become part of God's family, to become children of God. And so in a few minutes' time, When the children receive their Christingle orange, I'd love all of us to think, whatever age we are, to think, have I also this Christmas received the perfect gift? The gift that this Christingle orange points forward to. Have I received Jesus? Have I believed in Jesus' name? You know, this baby that we're celebrating, he grew up from the crib and he died on a cross. He gave his life He shed his blood for us. As Tim explained, this red tape here on the orange, it symbolizes Jesus died for us so that we can be put right with God and we can become children of God. But before Jesus went to the cross, he also said these words about himself. He said these words, and I close with this. He said, I am the light 
of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This Christmas, on this bumpy path of life, will you and I, will we follow Jesus Christ, the one who is the light of the world and the one who brings light in the darkness? Shall we pray as we sit? Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you are the light of the world, that you bring light in the darkness, and that you are our perfect gift. And Jesus, this Christmas, we receive you as our Lord and our Savior. Amen.